0: Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host Brian Brogen.
1: Welcome builders. This is a podcast where we engage and enlighten You on leadership principles so that you can build yourself and then build others. You know, this recording is going to happen before Thanksgiving and it will air the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So I've invited a special guest today, Stephanie Hoskins. Stephanie is a partner with Good Intents. Good Intents is a marketing solution provider with an emphasis on nonprofits. They offer digital marketing to engage new generations. Stephanie has a bachelor from the University of Illinois at Chicago, and she's also a Division I scholarship athlete. She volunteers for VISTI, which is Volunteers in Service to the Elderly, so she's a great guest for this topic. Thanks, Stephanie. So great to have you today.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. That's
1: great. You know, giving and and this Thanksgiving time frame of year is is always good. It it just feels good to give to others, volunteering and donating your time. And I think it's a real pillar of leadership that we give back to our communities, maybe even our families. And so you and I had a conversation about this, and I said it'd be a great podcast topic. So, So tell me specifically what Good Intents does for nonprofits
0: well good intent basically was started our our motivation um, my partner and I uh, Tim Turner both of us worked for-profit organizations um, an ad agency I also worked for a uh, large uh, retail grocery store chain here in the southeast and both of us just noticed that there was not a lot of innovation or Thought leaders um, in the nonprofit realm, and we have some tools and tricks up our sleeves that we're able to help uh, nonprofits really deliver and uh, meet their um, new donors on on the digital marketplace. I mean, you you know, day to day we interact with Amazon, we interact with Facebook, we interact with All these uh, shopping, retail, e-commerce type sites, and uh, what we've noticed is that with our skills in the for-profit realm, um, there was there needed to be an attention um, made to nonprofits and gathering new donors, and we're able to help nonprofits reach those people.
1: That's great. So what are a few ways that you're able to do that? What what, what tools? I don't really want to give all your trade secrets away, but if you could just mention a few of them for us, that'd be great.
0: Sure. Well, Google actually provides nonprofits an in-kind grant basically for advertising on their search. Um, they also have tools for nonprofits for YouTube. Um, but, you know, It's really, really neat that Google is giving a $10,000 per month budget in search advertising to nonprofits. All you have to do is go on and and register, build campaigns, and start driving um, traffic to your mission, and they're allowing you to grow without having to to really um, utilize any of the already assigned uh, budget you have for your nonprofit, um, we can help obtain that grant for you for free. But additionally, we also offer management services. Um, and then another really great tool that a lot of nonprofits probably are not utilizing to their their uh, best ability is search engine optimization. Allowing your mission to be found easier online digitally is so so important, and that's what we really try to help nonprofit learn how to master their content, uh, their backlinking, all the fun SEO tools that we have. Um, and it, it's just a really, you know, these are just two simple areas that you can improve on and build traffic to, towards your mission, your uh, donors, your volunteers. It's just really, really fun to watch it grow.
1: Yeah, and think about a company the size of Google that realizes the importance of giving back, and they're doing it through their Google Grants program
0: Mm
1: -hmm. that's open to many nonprofits and supports, I'd guess, thousands of nonprofits, maybe more. I mean, I'm sure it's a huge giveaway for Google, and they understand the importance of giving back to the community. So Right. Are are there any of the uh, nonprofits you work with you want to make a shout out to today?
0: (laughs) Well, one of our favorites right now is Molly's House. They're located over in Stewart, Florida, and they are just killing it with their campaigns. Um, You know, that $10,000 a month, most organizations don't even use a fraction of it. I mean, like, not even a third of that $10,000 a month gets utilized in these campaigns. And what we're able to do is um, continue to see that um, account. It's going gangbusters. It's so incredible. They have more attention to their donation page. They're getting more attention to their volunteers and getting um, those It's so hard to find dedicated, committed individuals to volunteer on a regular basis. And what what we've been able to do is bring that attention into them, um, into their doors, and actually have physical conversions for them.
1: That's great. And and I can vouch, of course, my heart's with the the, the teens. I was a troubled teenager. And uh, so my heart's after that. And I work in the schools with, with the ACE Mentor Program and the, you know, money, a lot of people are willing to give money. That, that's great. We need money. We need the finances to support the things we're doing. But the time is, you know, our time is so valuable and we need more volunteers to give of their time to carve out, you know, a few hours a month and, and give it to something that you have passion for. That these, these not-for-profits need you. They need your money, but they also need your time and what skills oh. you can bring to help.
0: Yeah. Yes, so much. Yes, it's <laughs> it's it, it's so true. Um, you know, sure, money allows and and those gifts. Those gifts are so important. The the monetary donations and stuff that's super important to a nonprofit organization to help that machine keep working and that mission to be fueled. However, um, manpower is so. So important. And they're not just seeking all of our clients and, and all the nonprofits that I've even encountered. They're not just seeking, um, you know, money. It's, they want people that are willing to stay committed to their mission, that have that passion, whether it's, um, at-risk kids or, um, adoption and, and foster care or, I mean, a lot of sports ministries are nonprofit organizations. And these are ways that we're, we're reaching kids. And I'm also a high school swim coach. Um, and I I do that um, because I'm passionate about it. I love to see kids grow in their sport. And it, it teaches so many different aspects. And I have a part in that. And that just keeps me energized. So there's so many different ways that you can give back, and it doesn't have to be money.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, probably the most recognizable thing that we do this time of year is walk past that red Salvation Army bucket, drop some change or some bills in, and, and that brings a smile to our face. But mm-hmm. so much more the smile you can have when you see the smile on the recipient's face, when you can be involved with an organization and see What's your contribution of time has done for a young person or even an elderly person? You as an example are working with, with Visti. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing with Visti on the volunteer basis.
0: Oh yeah. So I actually deliver food, um, hot meals, uh, sometimes on Tuesdays, sometimes on Thursdays, but it, it only takes about an hour and a half of my day, um, sometimes less. I mean, it's super easy. I go pick up the prepared meals. And then I have a route, I deliver them to, you know, it could be six houses, it might be 15, you know, Um, just depends on which delivery I get assigned. And I just love it so much. Sometimes it's funny when you knock on the door and you can tell when, you know, Mr. So-and-so is in a little bit of a grumpy mood. But I try my hardest to just smile and bring a smile to their face, and it it warms my heart to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, I uh, I volunteered for Vista. and I've only done it once, but I enjoyed it when I did it. I, I delivered a cake to somebody that was over ninety years old.
0: Yes, yeah, that they
1: was such fun, and just to to realize, and and this person wasn't getting a cake from anywhere else when, when I started, right. talked to her. I was like, I would have thought she had family. She'd outlived a lot mm-hmm. of her family. And so yep. just that time and, and seeing that smile on that face. It, it's yes.
0: Great. And this seed has so many different avenues that they allow people to give back. Um, they make, you know, weekly care calls. Um, sometimes these individuals, they're over 70. They're either homebound or, um, they, they don't have their own transportation um no local family and they're on a fixed income. Um and to um just know that they have someone that's willing to spend time with them and talk and give them um you know five minutes out of their busy day and just chat with them about the news or whatever's on T V, you know, it's it it's just they they provide so many different resources, um house cleaning uh, they give rides to your appointments. I mean, it's, it's really a great service, and I'm so just grateful to be a part of it. Yeah, and,
1: and, and a lot of times, at least for me, and I think you'll agree, when I give to others, the, the giving, I, I really get more of a, of a give back feedback from it probably than some of them do. It, it feels so good to give out to give your heart and soul to something and, and to say, I want to be a part of this and, and have a passion for something. And, and there are a lot of recipients that are grateful for it. There's some others that, you know, it, it's not the same reaction that you expect, but the, but the giving from my side is genuine and, and I want to do more of it because it feels so good. So, yeah. and, and as you know, we, we talked about this being a Thanksgiving time of year, I'm so thankful for what I have and what's been given to me that I just can't help but pour back into you know, the community and to others so, uh, what what you're doing is great, Stephanie. Uh, what other ways are, are we able to to give back through these nonprofits?
0: Well, there's um, you know you you could do a simple monthly donation you know right now for the holidays, a lot of nonprofits are focusing on Giving Tuesday, which is an international day of giving. Um, You can select the most heart, you know, um, uh, the nonprofit that you have those heart strings tied to. Um, I um, was a... Victim of sexual violence when I was a young person. And so my mission every year is I give back to an organization called RAIN and they focus on helping those people and, and recovering from abuses in childhood or adulthood. And that one's really important to me, but I know that people are affected by cancer, um, their family members, their, um, children or even good friends, you know, you can find an organization that really had a place for that person and give back to them on the, um, I believe it's the first Tuesday of December. So this year it's December 3rd and Giving Tuesday is huge. And something as a nonprofit that you can do and it's not too late to get involved and actually focus on is building that campaign. Um, You know, it's it's only a week away, but it doesn't mean that you can't raise something to an individual fund. And some of my best tips for doing that is, one, make sure that you have a focused mission. So if, let's say, for example, your nonprofit is to help uh, youth in sports. When you build your, your Giving Tuesday campaign, you don't want to say, oh, I want to raise $20,000 this year for Giving Tuesday. Donors want a quantitative uh, goal. They want to know how their $100 contribution, where exactly it is going. So you have to have a very finite goal, okay? So when it comes to, say, youth sports, my mission statement in my campaign, I want to say I would like to raise $20,000 so that I'm able to provide 20 kids with, you know, 1000 scholarship dollars apiece so that they can attend a sports clinic or participate in a traveling uh, sports league. These are all ways that you can be very specific so the donor knows, oh, my gosh. It just helps a young girl attend soccer camp, you know, in the fall or in the spring. And these are things that um, I I would recommend to those nonprofits. Make sure it's posted on your social media. Have a special landing page on your website just for Giving Tuesday, so that your donors don't get lost in the About Us section or the... Um, uh, partner listings or, you know, whatever's on your website, you want to make sure it's very specific that they are landing on the right page and they don't go away. They stay there, they enter in their donation details, and then circle back, thank them, build that relationship. So, and, and you might find that those are some of your best volunteers or the actual people that are donating.
1: Yeah, that's great. You know, I, you introduced me to Giving Tuesday. I had not been familiar with that in the past. And I, um, went to the website Giving Tuesday and was, was very pleased with how it was segregated into multiple passions and different ways. Oh, yeah. Things. And like you said, I, I think when I started to click on some of those things, if, if it was to the point and I could understand what they were doing, it made more sense to give than it would be just this open, give
0: me your money right right absolutely you well,
1: want that, to be that's focused a good
0: thing to have that focus yes donors today especially young people of today they want to feel like they are making a difference um you know young people i hear so many jokes because i'm kind of in that window of gen x and millennial and sometimes I get offended when I hear people say things about millennials and I'm thinking, man, some of the greatest people I know, some of the best givers of their time, of their um, blessings and and talents, those are the youngest people I know and they get a bad rap. As long as they know how they're actually making a difference, you're going to see an uptick in your engagement. And it's so important that we keep these young people engaged and um, knowing that they are making a difference because, you know, when you pour into someone's passion, I always think about it as you hold a cup and I hold a cup. If I pour into your passion cup that it's going to overflow, and it's going to overflow into my cup so that my passion gets filled up. And then I'm able to let that overflow into the next person. So it's really important that we fill each other's cup.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. That's great. Yeah, and I, I found out uh, my sons, I didn't pay attention to this generational stuff, but I found out I'm a baby boomer. Just by one year, I'm in that last bracket of, uh, of being a oh, boomer. Oh, wow. And, uh <laughs> But, but to find that out and to realize I'm with you, I, I hear a lot of problems about millennials. You know, what are we going to do about the millennials? And mm-hmm. I say the millennials have the answers to our problems. They are solution based. They, oh, they yes, understand certainly. technology better mm-hmm. than, than we do, some of us older people. And I think they have the answers. We just need to help them and assist them, you know, going forward. And, and yes.
0: And see, now, I'm not offended to be a millennial. Thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and I, I
1: mean, I, I, I've actually had that discussion. I, I was at an event, and, and the speaker ahead of me was just lamb blasting the millennial. And, and I got up behind him and said, Hey, listen, I think they've got the answers. I think they're going to solve some of these problems. I, I mm-hmm. really am a hard heart, heart dude. I, I think, you know, uh, there's been so many, we're all human beings, no matter what generation we belong to, and we That's all have right. potential. And and I want to see the potential in someone, and so. But back to our point, uh, the millennials and these younger people want to know what their their giving is going towards, and having that focus to yeah. let them see and let them see the end result. You know, back to my analogy, to see the smile. Um, yeah. You may do that through social media to let them see what they're supporting. But oh, absolutely. They, they want to see where their money is going, not that it's just going to some trust fund. That may never get utilized to help someone.
0: Absolutely, and that's another part of that Giving Tuesday campaign. You always want to circle back with a recap how how it went, and um, you know, even in six months down the road, you don't want to um, email or text or um, try too hard to reach out to those individuals. But you do want to make sure that the the mission came full circle. So. Your proof. What's your evidence that that contribution went to the mission um, that you you made a point to focus on in your campaign? And that's always really important for nonprofits because I I my husband gets on to me all the time. I am so great at helping um, th- these campaigns build and, and gain traction, but boy, I sure do love my Facebook donations and I give so much online. He's like, oh my goodness, another charge for this? I'm like, I just can't help it when they have such a great either a video campaign or something like that. You know, these advertisements, they catch my eye and I'm, I'm the first one to break out my credit card because I just have a very sympathetic heart. But um, yeah, I, I mean, you've got to show the proof and that's what I love to get those emails about how my contribution made an impact.
1: Yeah, that's great. And and I even, you know, some not-for-profits have huge administrative fees and, and I gravitate towards the one that keeps those administrative fees down and their actual money getting out to the people that need it the most. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for that. I'm one of those people that wants to see the best return for my
0: giving. Oh, absolutely.
1: Well, Stephanie, it's great to have you on the Build Your Success podcast today. Oh. How, how can our listeners get a hold of you and, and, and get a hold of good intents?
0: Okay, well, uh, anytime you can give me a call or just hop online, it's good intensecom um, And all of our contact information is there at goodintense.com. It's good-intense.com. And um, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. I, gosh, I got them all. Just search for Stephanie Hoskins and Good Intense, and you'll find me on there.
1: That'll be great, and for our listeners, I'll I'll add that to the, the description of the podcast. I'll have Stephanie's email address there so you can get a hold of her. She's a great re, a resource for this type of stuff, so thank you so much to our listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the Build Your Success podcast today. I am so thankful, not only at Thanksgiving time, but throughout this the, the history of this podcast, to have you as a listener, and I want you to continue listening. Please uh, give us a like, a fair rating. Subscribe to the podcast and share it with others. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Thank you.
0: Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.